This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 558, Defensiveness, A Leading Relationship Killer, and Relationship Truism, both by Lisa Merlo-Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Happy middle of the week! I'm Joss Marie, and I'm here every Monday through Friday to narrate relationship content for you. But before we get to Lisa's post, I just want to say thank you to Native, which makes an aluminum-free, safe, and effective deodorant. Native comes in a wide range of delectable scents for men and women, with limited edition seasonal scents offered throughout the year. Unscented formulas are also available for those of you who have sensitivities. And I'll share more about my experience at the end of the episode, but for 20% off your first order, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code ORD during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com with promo code ORD for 20% off your first order. And with that, let's get right into Lisa's posts on a couple of relationship truths and start optimizing your life. Defensiveness, a leading relationship killer by Lisa Marlowe-Booth of lisamarlowbooth.com. Defensiveness is a true relationship wrecker on the job, in the home, and out in the world. It is one of those dysfunctional responses that can be extremely difficult to be around and can wreak havoc in a person's life. So, how do you know if you're defensive? If you do any of the following behaviors on a consistent basis, chances are you struggle with defensiveness. When others give you negative feedback or tell you they are upset about something you did, you reply by Number 1. Explaining why you did what you did Often people don't care why you did what you did. They simply care that you did what you did. As a result, they want an apology, not an explanation. Number 2. Turning the tables on them There are few things more frustrating than talking with someone about how they hurt you, only to have them flip the tables on you and tell you how you often hurt them. Do not respond to someone's upset with your own upset. Hear them, acknowledge their feelings, be accountable for your actions, and repair what you did. Number three, dismissing them or their message. Minimizing someone's feelings or telling them that they're too sensitive or crazy or any other out-of-line dismissive remark is not going to help your relationship or your job. Rather than dismissing what they're saying, slow down and actually try to take in what they're saying. This is a huge part of being an emotional grown-up. Stop the minimizing. Number four, justifying your actions. If your actions hurt someone, acknowledge their hurt. Don't justify your actions. If you're wrong, then have the courage to own it. Don't explain all the reasons you think it was okay that you did what you did. Number five, placing blame on someone else or some external factor. If you made a mistake, take 100% responsibility for your mistake. Don't blame other people or outside circumstances for your actions. That makes the entire issue 10 times worse, not better. Number six, acting as if you're the wounded party. It's absurd to respond to someone's upset by acting as if you're the one who was hurt. If you were that wounded, then you would have spoken about your upset well before the other person speaks about theirs. It is frustrating to be on the receiving side of this classic distraction technique, and it's incredibly non-relational. Number seven, getting angry about the feedback. Getting mad at someone for telling you how they feel about the way you're treating them or about something you did further escalates the issue. Rather than getting angry for being honest with you, start being thankful that they are giving you the opportunity to repair what you did. Number eight, getting wounded by the feedback. Feedback is a gift when and if you're courageous enough to take it in. Acting like a wounded child because someone has the courage to be honest with you is not serving you in any way. Stop crying about the feedback and start being thankful for it. Number nine, 
going on a diatribe about all the great things you do. You doing a thousand things right does not take away hurtful behavior you did. At that moment, the other person doesn't care what you did two weeks ago or even 10 minutes ago. Deal with the issue at hand and don't talk about all the other ways you are so wonderful. That approach is really not wonderful. And number 10, refusing to allow the words I'm sorry to depart from your lips. If you are in the wrong, cop to it. Healthy relationships require apologies. We are all imperfect. Making mistakes is a part of being human. However, hiding them, rationalizing them, and spinning them around on someone else is toxic. Defensiveness is one of the leading causes of relationship destruction. Recognize the signs and find the courage to be accountable, not defensive. Challenge The next time someone tries to talk with you about how your behavior negatively impacted them, be courageous enough to hear the message, acknowledge your behavior, and repair any damage, starting with an apology and ending with a change in behavior. And I'll actually have another post from Lisa in just a second. But first, I just want to say thank you again to Native, a deodorant that's formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. You may notice how spending time in nature can be inspiring and relaxing when you need a breather from your daily routine. You'll probably appreciate then how Native products are made with natural ingredients like coconut oil and tapioca starch. I love Native's lavender and rose scent, which smells and feels heavenly. Plus, their products are never tested on animals, so you can feel good about supporting a cruelty-free product. And there's free shipping and returns, so that's awesome. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code ORD. That's nativedeodorant.com with promo code ORD for 20% off. Relationship Truism by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com One of the most common things I see in my work with couples is a breach of trust. This breach can take the form of an affair, a hidden addiction, repetitive lies, misrepresentations of the facts over and over again, broken promises, and so on. The fact that this occurs frequently may not be a surprise to anyone. People make mistakes and do things they regret all the time. As long as we are not repeating the same mistakes and are doing our best to repair them, it's just part of being human. What is surprising to me, however, is the expectation by the offending partner that as soon as he or she apologizes, everything should go back to normal. This is crazy, especially if the damage he or she did was big, such as an affair, addiction, repetitive lies and broken promises. In some cases, there isn't even an apology and the offending partner feels entitled to forgiveness. This is even crazier. The reality is, trust can take a moment to break and a lifetime to get back. The length of the road is largely determined by the offending partner and how she or he goes about repairing the damage done. If you do everything right, it may only take a couple years. If you don't do everything right, you're looking at a very long road. Typically, if you're genuinely remorseful for what you did, you have taken full responsibility for your actions, you don't do it or anything like it again, and you are present to hear what the impact of your behavior has been on your partner, then the healing will steadily occur and trust is possible again. There are times, however, when the other partner just can't get past the breach of trust, even with the offending partner doing all the right things. If this is the case, there's not much you can do. Give your partner time and work your end of it. If there's no change, seek outside help. If, on the other hand, you make light of your actions, don't accept full responsibility and clearly apologize for the pain you caused your partner, or become defensive whenever your partner says he or she is having a difficult time trusting you, 
then it's likely your relationship will not heal. In summary, just remember that if you do something to break your partner's trust in you and you'd like to gain that trust back, then you need to know that you're in for a long haul because, as I said before, trust can take a moment to break and a lifetime to get back. Challenge If you've done something to break the trust in your relationship and you want the relationship, take accountability for your actions, apologize from your heart, and do whatever you need to do to repair it for as long as your partner needs you to do it. Know that it takes a long time to repair broken trust, often over a year. You just listened to the post titled Defensiveness, A Leading Relationship Killer and Relationship Truism, both by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Thank you so much to Lisa, but with that, let's get out of here for today. Thanks for tuning in, and remember to come on back again tomorrow with a post on separating your past experiences from your reality, where your optimal life awaits.